Well, hey there, everybody. Howdy, buzzards. This is Macy. This is Nicole. And you're listening to Buzzkillers. <laughs> you started laughing immediately. <laughs> I, like, said howdy, buzzards. So fucking, like, chipper. I was like, howdy, buzzards. It's like, oh, dear God, Nicole, what just came out of you? <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> and I just I started laughing. It's <laughs> like, oh crap. Well, there's that. <laughs> there's there's that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and welcome to episode two of Urban, Urban Legends Month. Wish everybody could just see my arm movements. You look <laughs> wavy, inflatable, wacky wavy, wacky waving, inflatable two man. You know how to say it. wacky, inflatable. Wait, what is it? Wacky, wacky waving, inflatable tube man. Wacky waving, inflatable tube man. It's like okay. that thing that they say ridiculously fast forty times in a row in that one episode of Family Guy, <laughs> and I've seen that one episode so many times that at this point I could probably recite it to you. <laughs> <laughs> That's a funny episode. It's one of my favorites. But, yes. That's what she was waving that's, her hands that's like. That's what I was just doing. <laughs> the wacky. I wacky waving. It's labeled too, man. See, sh- I, I couldn't even do it again. <laughs> I couldn't do it. Uh, yeah, here we are for episode two of Spooky Month. Spook, spook. It's October, uh, beaches. Love Spooky Month. I love October because we can always do something spooky. It's I not know. like, should we do something spooky this month? Mm, it's I like, no, know. we are doing something spooky this month. We have it's just, to. what are we doing we that's spooky? <laughs> but we've done some spooky stuff. We did the Warrens. Yeah. Which was a big month. That was a big month. And then we did Haunted Houses. Yeah. Which, but I'm sure we'll have more of those. Oh, there's so many. There's of them. so many of them. And we have so many more topics, guys. Oh, we have my a God. List. Yes, we do. It's running. And it's hard because sometimes we pick a month and we're like, but wait, there's 85 cases that could fit into this month. How do I pick two? Yeah, so exactly. If you come across a month that you're like, but wait, I wanted to hear this case. Don't fret. It'll come back around. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, man. So do we want to talk about what we're drinking? We should probably tell them what we're drinking. Yeah. Yeah. So Macy, what are we drinking? <laughs> we are drinking Apothic Inferno. Ooh. It's our second apothic that we've tried. The other was the rosé, right? Yeah, yes. which is really good. Which is one of my favorites. So I'm hoping I like this. So uh, let me read this here. This wine has been aged for 60 days in whiskey barrels, creating notes of red and dark fruit that combine with layers of maple and spice and give to a long, clean finish. Sorry about the dog. Yep, I, yep. If you can hear. They her. most likely can hear the dog barking. I'm so sorry. Um, so, this looks good. It's so a interesting. Two, it's a 2018 red blend. It's got 15.9% uh, alcohol in it. Oh, boy. Um, it's bold, <laughs> dark fruit, maple, and spice. That's what it says on the can. Should be interesting. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how I feel about this one yet. It sounded pretty good when I picked it up. It smells good? Maybe? I it don't know. Kinda Ooh, that smell hit my taste buds. That was weird. <laughs> that smell hit my it, like, taste buds. It like made my mouth like. Have you ever heard me say it? It tastes like how this would smell. Yes, that's. I've been there. That's uh, that sensation. It tastes like this would smell. All right. Okay. Ready? Yep. Whoa! Wow, that's strong. 
I'm gonna take one more sip. Oh, mama doesn't like that voice. <laughs> oh, we had such a beautiful Riesling before this. Oh. I have a feeling this is going to be another one we don't finish. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm not being nice anymore. <laughs> After last time, I was like, I'm going to give it only a two. And that was too high. Oh, my God. I've got to start being more honest. I don't like this one. You don't like it? I, ooh, that was, this is going to be tough. It's very strong. It's pretty strong. It's very forward in and those that, fucking tastes that it lists. And that maple spice, oh, hell yeah, at the end, it's like. Did <laughs> 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 you This is like, it is so spice forward that it's like you take a sip and you're like whoa all right so mm. one out of five mouth feels yeah i'm giving this a one a one <laughs> <laughs> i feel bad <laughs> i was only gonna give it a two <laughs> see that's why i was like i'm done feeling bad i can't feel bad because i gotta be honest i mean three out of ten to be honest feels. actually you know what to be extra honest i'd give it a Zero. I'm sorry. I would never drink this again. Let me try. I might not drink this again. Let me try one more time. Let me try. Let me try. I was going to say, I took a small sip and I was like, Hoo. oh, God. I am not having quite an adverse as or adverse reaction as you are, but I don't like it. I do not like it. I'm, I'm going to, and I would not have it again probably i'm gonna i'm gonna stick with my two i think so it'll get two out of it'll ten get two out of ten tell us what you think of this wine guys have oh. you ever tried the um apothic inferno because we apparently don't like it i'm sad i'm sad i don't like it i like i love the apothic rosé so much oh yawn sorry <laughs> that's not what i wanted to do right now oh god that was not what i was expecting blah, blah, blah. I'm really excited to try my booberry wine now. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I should have put it in the fridge like I thought. But then we still would have had this at some point. Yeah. So, you know what? <laughs> Guys, I got two more wines this, today because I was at the store. I'm making homemade apple cider. It's amazing. Oh, it's so good. Um, <laughs> and I was like, let's get some bourbon. We could do like hot toddies kind of, but with like apple cider instead of, yeah. you know, instead of um, tea. So we were getting bourbon and we were looking through the aisles and I saw this like, Halloween section of wines and I was like oh my god I need and all I of ran, them <laughs> ran over there and there was a six dollar bottle like six ninety nine so maybe maybe it's shit wine but like it hey. was called booberry I had to get it I think one of my favorites my favorite red wines that we've drank was sledgehammer it and was good. That one was only like it was either six ninety nine or seven ninety nine. Not was really expensive. Cheap. Sometimes the best wines are the cheap wines. That's what my sister says. Sometimes and she be a sommelier. She's the grumpy sommelier. She is the grumpy sommelier. One day. One she day. doesn't know it yet. She still doesn't listen. What? And I was like, but we talk about you. And she was like, ha ha. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> my, my sister is a, is a busy ass person. Trying Courtney. to get her to sit down and listen to like an hour and a half long podcast, I'd have to tie her to the chair. 
Courtney doesn't listen. To, that's my sister. I mean, I've, I'm pretty sure you've all heard me say her name before. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she does not listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> Every once in a while, if I do a case that she, like, knows, she'll listen. Okay. She'll listen. But not a lot. My mom, Mama V, is an avid listener. Yes. My mom listens, too. She doesn't talk to me as much as your mom talks to you about the My cases. mom has so many theories. My mom will just be like, yeah, I'm listening to this one right now. It's interesting. And I'm like, oh, I didn't realize you were that you were caught up that much. <laughs> My mom literally on Monday and Tuesday mornings will listen while she's getting ready for work. That's amazing. She talks to me about her theories quite often. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> we have turned my mom into a true crime fan. <laughs> Mama V did not know anything about or like was not nearly invested in true crime until we started this podcast. She is very supportive. And we have broken her into this world <laughs> so hard. <laughs> hi, mom. <laughs> She's like, hi. Um, okay, Nicole. What is urban legend number two? So I stuck with our theme here, and this was not on purpose. <laughs> um, I also have a spooky bridge. Ooh. Um, this bridge. I thought you were going to be like, this is Michigan. No. <laughs> I would have been like, whoa. No, actually, this is like total opposite part of the country. Oh, okay. We are heading straight fucking south down into Texas. Ooh, okay. This is the bridge that is known as Goatman's Bridge. Goatman? <gasps> yes. And this legend freaks me the fuck out. Um, oh, no. <laughs> the, uh, actually, the first time I heard about this was the Ghost Adventures episode. Oh, yes, you said you had to listen and to one for this. And I did go and rewatch, so I will be talking about that. Um, and it is... <laughs> I'm sorry if I just broke your ears. <laughs> Maisie tried to drink the wine again and <laughs> just cringed. No, um, I don't want that. Yeah, I was like, I want wine, but I don't want that. That's not what I want. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think if I have anything downstairs that we can <laughs> we drink can Truly, we can pour into our glasses <gasps> or something. I do. <gasps> Pause, please. Pause. Okay, guys. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> uh, we put, took a uh, brief hiatus to go get something different to drink. Yeah. Um, we uh, needed a change of. Man, I don't. I was not gonna be able to get through that. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry to apothecary. Apothecary. Whatever. <laughs> you were good. You don't even deserve to be called the right name for that. No, um, that was that was uh. I liked what you said when they asked us about it. We like they like. The boy, or we went downstairs and we were like, boys, like this wine is not that great. Do you like want to try it and see if you like it? And they were like, nah. And they're like, they like read out what was on the bottle. They were like, are those not good things? And we were like, no. Be you said like no because they put like the worst part of all of those things into. That's <laughs> like, oh, that's accurate. The <laughs> worst part of every single thing listed <laughs> in that wine is what makes it bad. Yep. <laughs> it's like all of those notes are too forward. <laughs> Oh, my God. It was terrible. But now we are drinking actually a sour beer. This is amazing. <laughs> and I tried. we tried this sour beer um, while out with a friend a couple of weeks ago. Hi, Lexi. Hi, Lexi. <laughs> Hi, Ella. Uh, oh, yeah, and Ella. Hi, Ella, too. Um, it's very, very sneaky. It's so good. Um, it is a Hamburg Brewing Company uh, beer. Um, and this is the description. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> wow that's what it says this sour sneaks up on you packed with blackberry blueberry boysenberry cranberry raspberry strawberry and lactose 
Do not underestimate the sneakiness of this beer. And let me just tell you, the last time I drank this, I had like two of them and I was wasted. Um, and I wanted to know why they had lactose and um, why is lactose in my beer? Because lactose is a way of adding a adding in sweetness and body to beers as it is a sugar that brewing yeast cannot ferment. I have already successfully sipped this beer more times than I sipped that wine. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we are successfully more happy with our drink now. Sorry, Apothic. I like want to do an add-on for our, the images on Instagram and I want to put like a giant X through the bottle and be like, oops did this instead oh my <laughs> god a picture of the berry this is so good i'm the, so glad I it's got this. literally called berry berry sneaky and i love it I ha- we had it out um at a bar a couple of weeks ago it was great and we had another type of beer too but this is the one that i had specifically yeah, and i found it in the store i was so excited i know you were you texting me you were like i found it finally because <laughs> it's funny the one excuse me the one i drank i saw the other night we went to it right and i went to a distillery and we saw it there too but mm-hmm. i didn't see this one and i was like okay so the one i had was a little bit more popular but i still i've been trying to find it for you and you were like i found it and i was like thank god because i wanted you to be able to find it i'm happy i found it anyway nicole let's get back to uh goat man's bridge goat man's bridge <laughs> sorry <laughs> sorry for that mild interruption um, so I'm going to start to off with just a little bit of history. Okay. So okay. Goatman's Bridge was actually originally known as the Old Alton Bridge. Okay. And it was commissioned in 1884 and it was built by the King Iron Bridge Manufacturing Company from Cleveland, Ohio. Okay. Um, this bridge was intended for basically getting, um, heavy loads across this big river. And it, at this time, obviously cars weren't really a thing so it was basically meant for um heavy loads that were drawn by workhorses okay um and actually funny enough they (laughs) built it so strongly that by the time cars did come around even cars were able to drive on it that's how well built this bridge was okay um and the bridge just to give you a little idea is 100 uh, 145 feet long and it's a wooden bridge, and it is held up by red steel beams. Oh, okay. Um, and obviously, I'm going to post a bunch of pictures of this. <laughs> um, it is built across what is now called Hickory Creek. Um, it's a little bit deeper than a creek, though. They were, like, out on it. When I was watching Ghost Adventures, they were, like, on a boat in it. Um, okay. Like a little, like, fishing boat kind of thing. Um, okay. But... It was built in order to connect two different places together. Today, those cities are called Denton and Copper Canyon, which are about an hour outside of Dallas. Okay. Um, it was originally named for the ghost town in which it resided in, which was called Alton. Um, Alton was <laughs> only a place for nine years. From 1850 to 1859 until eventually it was merged into Denton. Okay. Um, and uh, Alton was uh, one of the many, many villages in that area that were built in that time when they were trying to settle everything. Um, there had actually previously before Alton been three or four different places on record in that area that were over that land. Okay. And it was places that just did not catch on as much as they wanted, didn't get that population that they needed to keep it thriving so they eventually sold off the land they kept 
they like eventually gave it different names, tried to make it better, moved it a little bit, and then when it just wasn't successful, they gave it off to Denton to build off of. Okay. Um, when it was a place, it wasn't very big. Um, it had a church, a school, a cemetery, a post office, and a saloon, and like very very few residents. Okay. <laughs> um. The a lot of places around the area had issues with water shortages and lack of land buyers, and this Alton just didn't last. Okay. Um. So they closed it down in 1859. Um. That was like the last of the last. At this point, most other places had uh, closed already okay. a couple years prior. The last place to close down was the post office that they had built there. Um. The uh, cemetery and the church actually still stand today. And the cemetery has graves dating back to 1852. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so those are still there, if you're interested. Um, it, As I said, it just didn't bloom, so they sold it off. And it grew into Denton, and they did manage to kind of colonize this area and turn it into a little bit more. Um, it thrived for ever obviously because now it's part of a place but um it was about 50 years after this place was settled that it got the name goat man's bridge and this legend technically occurred okay so i will tell you now about how it got its name so the legend of the goat man's bridge is the story of an african-american goat farmer named oscar washburn Oscar moved to this part of Texas to settle down with his family. They wanted to kind of start a farm and just build their life there. Mm-hmm. Um, he ended up being really successful. People around knew him very well. He was a successful businessman. Um, uh, he they called him trustworthy. Tr- excuse me, trustworthy. And they even said he was like a super valuable part of this community. Okay. Um. They often referred to Oscar by the nickname the Goat Man. And this was because he had such a proclivity for raising goats. Um, And he also would create some of the area's best goat meat, uh, meat, milk, cheese, and hides. Okay. So he was very well known throughout the area. Unfortunately, because of the times... Many people did not like that there was a free African-American man making a name for himself. Yeah. Those, those people included the KKK. <sighs> so the Ku Klux Klan were not fans of him. And as his name kind of began to grow, they started making plans to try and get rid of him. Oh, my gosh. And this is a very sad story. Um... <laughs> Eventually, Oscar became so no well uh, so well known that he wanted to start trying to like give directions to where he was because people wanted to come visit and buy things from him. So he put up a sign, and it said, "This way to Goatman's." And that sign was on the old Alton Bridge. Well, in response, some of the KKK members who worked for the local police station, because this is how things went at this time, thought saw this and we're like mm, this is our opportunity oh my god they enacted a law which forbid any kind of solicitation at the old alton bridge 
Oh my gosh. So they created this law and they immediately put out an arrest warrant in August of 1938. But I, to this day, do not understand why they did this because they clearly weren't going to follow the law anyway. I don't know why they waited till this point to like have this excuse. They could have just totally gone around this whole creating a law, waiting for him to post the sign thing if this is how they were going to do this. So what they do is instead of following the law, they form a mob of people and they waited until nighttime. They crossed the old Alton Bridge and made their way to Oscar's barn. They then kidnapped him. They dragged him from his own home, kicking and screaming, all the way back to the old Alton Bridge. Oh my god. Where, upon reaching the bridge, they already had a noose waiting for Oscar. They tied it around his neck and tossed him over the side. Now this is where the mysterious legend kind of comes into it. Okay. Um... When the Klansmen went to check on Oscar to make sure he had actually died, they found the rope empty. There's two different versions of this that I read over a couple different sources. Some say they like went to kind of pull on the, the rope and it was empty. They looked over the side of the bridge. There was no body hanging from the noose. Nothing down below. His body was just gone. Okay. Others say that they looked over the side of the bridge, saw that he had slipped from the noose and was down below. But as they made their way down there to try and find him, his body was gone. Either way, his body was gone. Okay. This freaked them out. And their not so proper response to being freaked out was, we're going to go burn down his farm now. So they returned to his farm and with his family inside the house burned it to the ground oh my god so some say that goatman's bridge was named in oscar's honor while others say it's not so friendly that they believe that these demonic forces were brought about because of what the kkk did to oscar Mm -hmm. and that these forces have come back to basically take revenge on those in the area after the death of Oscar and his family. Okay. Um, there is one other tiny side legend that's very, very similar. Um, and it happened way before in about the 1860s. This is before the bridge is even built. Um, and there's not too much about it, but I did read it. I did read this like little tiny short story and a couple different sources that I covered. Um, So before the bridge was built, it was said that there was a group of cowboys who lynched an African-American goat herder named Jack Kendall. Okay. Um, Legend said that they hung him um, from a tree near the bank of the creek. Of the creek. Um, And that when they did, his body ripped off, like ripped apart from his neck. And fell to the ground and reanimated with the power of voodoo. (laughs) Okay. This body then proceeded to grab a nearby goat, rip its head off, and place it upon its headless body. Thus becoming the goat man. Ah. 
Okay. That one's a little bit more fucked. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I was reading. I was like, what? <laughs> um, so, and that is all I can find about that one. I could not find anything else about that one anywhere. It was not talked about. I watched, like, um, I watched the BuzzFeed Unsolved. I watched the Ghost Adventures. They didn't even mention this. Um, but I did see it in a few different sources, so I wanted to mention yeah. that one as well. Yeah. Um, so... Now I'll tell you a little bit about the spook asylum. The spook spook. <laughs> so the goat man himself is said to be a demonic figure that stands over eight feet tall. Fuck. His top half his top half is that of a man. And obviously his bottom half is that of a goat. He's hairy it? with hindquarters and hooves. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> How is he eight feet tall if his bottom half is a goat? <laughs> He's a very large goat man. I'm like, goats are small. Goats are really not that big. Okay, um, okay. But um, they said that he is absolutely massive, and he's got huge curled horns on top of his head and large glowing eyes. Okay. A couple sources that I saw said they were red glowing eyes. Most sources just said glowing. And... From what I understand is they're not supposed to be red. Like, everything I kind of watched and looked into was just glowing. Like, they're just lights. Okay. They're not red. Okay. Um, they also said the creature's fur is either, like, a dark red or a black. And it helps because it, like, it's to help him blend with his surroundings. Okay. 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 <sighs> Oops. I'm sorry. I just accidentally clicked out of the notes. There we go. Um... <laughs> So, many believe you can now conjure the goat man. Oh. And there's a few different ways that you can supposedly do this. Um, one of those ways is by standing on the bridge and saying his name. Simply just speaking his name, apparently, is supposed to conjure him. Um, or if you approach the bridge and then you knock on the, like, the steel of the bridge three times. Another one said, if you cross the bridge with your headlights off, you'd meet the goat man on the other side. And the last one said, um, if you just turn your headlights off and honk your horn three times, the goat man will appear. This is where I'm also going to tell you that this bridge is now no longer open to traffic. So the last two are things you cannot try. <laughs> Please do not try to drive your car to the goat man's bridge. You will not succeed. I will talk about this later. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. So... Um, they say that during the day, he sleeps far beneath the bridge because it's, it is a pretty tall bridge and like the creek down below is kind of like, like car far. carved out almost. Okay. Um, they said he awakens at night mainly to hunt. Oh. And the thing is though, no matter what time of day you stand upon the bridge and say his name, it will wake him. And it said that if you do wake him during the day, he's even more vicious than he is at night because you because you've disrupted his sleep cycle. <laughs> Which I was just, I like honestly read and was like, yeah, same. Same goat man, same. <laughs> um, it is also said that people who see the goat man begin to experience like mysterious disappearances around them. And I Ooh. could not find a lot about this. And like, it just said like, if you see him, people will start to disappear. And I was like, okay. Then there must be, like, evidence is, of that. Well, I was like, is that in the area? Like, 
from people that live around the bridge? Is it people that live around you specifically? Because, like, I could go to Texas, but I don't live there. If I piss off Goatman, is he going to steal people from Denton or is he going to steal people from New York? Right. So, and, like, I couldn't I couldn't find anything that okay. said specifically. I couldn't find any specific evidence of people, like... Going missing in yeah. the area. Okay. This was just something that was mentioned. <laughs> um... Others say the Goatman is only active every few years and that he wakes up mainly just to, like, feed himself before going back into hibernation. That was, like, one of the fewer, like, fewer sources said that, but I wanted to mention it because I did read it a couple times. Okay. Um, So, the people claim that when you visit the bridge at night... You can often hear the hooves galloping through the woods around you. And occasionally you'll even hear them coming <laughs> up. You'll even hear them coming up behind you. And then, like, if you turn around really quickly or as they get really near to you, they'll suddenly just stop. That's so scary. But I just thought of, like, the Monty Python coconuts. <laughs> 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 you just turn around and there's a dude with coconuts behind you like, oh, sorry, man. <laughs> I'm sorry for my wheezy ass laugh right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the biggest parts of this legend is now, um, excuse me, that the bridge is actually a doorway to hell. Okay. Um, and it is all but basically a portal. And is that what Zach Bagans thinks? It was something that is mentioned in Ghost Adventures, but it <laughs> was in a lot of the sources that I read. Is that many people now believe that this is like it's almost like a thin spot. This is an it's like a portal. It's an area where spirits okay. cross back, back and, and forth. forth. Well, they always say that running water. That's. Yep, running water is said to be some kind of like conductor almost. Yeah, yeah. Um, and one of the biggest. Um, things that is reported along with this doorway to hell is that visitors who cross the bridge at night, especially around 3 a.m., report that they begin to hallucinate, and when they start to hallucinate, they see roaring fires and brimstone. So they're like almost glimpsing hell. Oh my god. Um, okay. And then there was, you know, a couple sources that were like, and of course, those who see it don't always return, and I was like, Okay. <laughs> I was like, you're being dramatic here. <laughs> I have not found anything about that. <laughs> I have not found anything that reports actual missing people. I saw a couple things that I'll talk about in a minute, but okay. nothing like serious, serious. Um, also, I mean, obviously, I could be wrong. So if you know anything, please shoot me an email. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> But <laughs> as far as what I could find on the internet, <laughs> this is what I have. Um, podcast at gmail.com. So, there is also said to be a spirit who keeps the Goatman company. Oh. And now, there's a couple different reports of what this spirit is. The main report is this is a spirit of a woman who they basically refer to as the Wailing Woman. And she is said to just scream and cry throughout all hours of the night, mourning the death of her child. And uh, visitors have said they hear her screaming and even seeing her figure. 
but if you try to approach her she just vanishes um the story claims that the goat man is actually responsible for her and her child's death um oh it says that the goat man actually stole her child and when she found this out she was so grief stricken that she flung herself off of the side of the bridge oh my gosh okay yes the other theory is one that suggests that this is not just any random woman, but it is, in fact, the Goatman's wife. Yeah, that's what I was like. Wouldn't it, it be his wife or it, something? Yeah, they, they say it might have been Oscar's wife who is trying to find her murdered children. Oh. Either way, there is a wailing, wi- there is a wailing woman. Okay. <laughs> um, there is all different kinds of reports that come from people who have been there. They see lights dancing throughout the woods. Sometimes they look like eyes. Um, Some say that they have felt hands grabbing at them in the dark. Others have reported that when you stand on a bridge at night, rocks will be flung at you. Yep. I was like, whoa. (laughs) Um, They hear splashing in the creek. That's scary. I don't Um, like that. I don't like that. They'll hear disembodied laughter. They get these, like, random wafts of, like, these horrifyingly putrid smells. Um, some have even reported seeing a ghostly figure herding goats across the bridge. I was like, whoa, I would love to see that. It sounds horrifying, but I'd love to see that. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> um, some say that when you stand on one side of the bridge, you will see a man at the other end of the bridge holding two goat heads under each arm. That one came up many times. And I was like, fuck. That's, <laughs> like, weird. that's fucking horrifying. I would not want to see that. <laughs> like, ugh. anyway, um, it has also become a well-known site where people perform satanic rituals. Of course. Um, this often includes the slaughtering of animals as sacrifice and this is obviously an attempt to like please the other side and open the doors and all that kind of stuff so even if there is a portal there people are making it worse Um, i don't like that don't mess with shit you don't understand there's many many reports of people who go there and their cars will malfunction they either just break down completely or, like, something oh weird God. starts happening. Like, the, the doors will just start locking and unlocking on their own. Can and you imagine being stuck there? Like, you drove there. It's pitch black. I cry. It's the middle of the fucking night. And your car dies. And it, like, you're turning your key and nothing's happening. Oh, my God. I cry. I would die. Um, I would not be a happy person. I mean, okay. and there's often reports of abandoned cars. And that's one thing that almost 99% of my sources said was that they frequently find, like, abandoned cars in this location. And the people are nowhere to be found? People are nowhere to be found. (laughs) I'm like, (laughs) that's fucking creepy. That's scary. (laughs) fucking creepy. Oh, my God. That's scary. Uh, Okay. So. I don't want to go here. Right? I don't go like, I'll go maybe during the day. Yeah, and we will not say his name. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have 18 people around me. I don't want to go missing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. So, as I mentioned, Ghost Adventures has visited this area. Bilbo! 
Our favorite character of them all, Bilbo Baggins. Bilbo Baggins. <laughs> Gotta love him. Oh, or, or my lovely brother-in-law calls him Douchebag. Douchebaggins. <laughs> <laughs> I think he calls him Douchebaggins, but <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm going to change it to Baggins because I'm going to try and say his name correctly. I was going to say, I actually try to say his name right. I will call him Bilbo because that's just a name that has grown near and dear to my heart i, I think. love that <laughs> but my sister and i were talking about this show the other day and she was like ryan calls him douchebag <laughs> <laughs> i was like yes oh my gosh okay so i broke this episode down and i will tell you about they first obviously like they talked to a bunch of witnesses and people who have been there so i'll tell you a little bit about what they talked about and then i'll get into like what ghost adventures like the team them themselves experienced okay um so, <laughs> I just threw this bit in there because it, I it like made me laugh, and I was like, "This is typical Bilbo, Bilbo, and this is dumb." Um, <laughs> he was like, "If there's anything here, I want you to come through and talk to me, like draw off the energy and just like come speak to us and like make yourself known. Come through the portals and join us." And I was like, "You are just asking for shit to fuck you up, aren't you?" And then they wonder why shit fucks them up. Yeah, and this episode <laughs> is a great example of that. This episode is fucked. Okay. Which, by the way, just so y'all know, I love you so much, I paid $3 for this episode. Did because, you fun fact, there's a solid, like, 50 episodes of Ghost Adventures that are just not on Discovery Plus. Discovery Plus. Are you serious? Because I was like, why the, f- this is not the first time I've had this problem. I couldn't find the Winchester Mystery House episode. Oh, yeah. I couldn't know. It's like, I wanted to find this episode, and it took me forever. So, first of all, it was like, it told me it was season 13. The season was actually season 16 on Discovery Plus. It was not there. I was looking on, like, IMDb. Half of the episodes that were listed there were not even on Discovery Plus. Are you serious? And I started Googling it, and there was, like, a bunch of Reddit posts that came up. And there was, like, have people noticed that there's, like, all these missing episodes from Discovery Plus? And there's, like, somebody that, like, listed them out. There is a solid chunk of Ghost Adventures that is just not available on Discovery Plus, And I do not know why. Weird, But this (laughs) this episode, thankfully, was available on Amazon to, like, purchase, like, solo. So I was just like, okay, I will own forever. I will do that. I will forever, for $3, own the episode of Coman's Bridge. I've done that. (laughs) I mean, I own Honolulu Homicide. (laughs) I needed it for, like, two chapters. Yep. So, (laughs) I mean, I might need it again one day. (laughs) So, I get that on a personal level. So, um... But, um, so they start off and they're talking to a couple different women and one of the women, her name is Becky Vickers. She talks about the fact that, um, they visited the area in around two to 3 AM. They were conducting EVP and she like kept seeing things out of the corners of her eyes and she like kept turning and being like, what the is that? Like, what is going on? And she said that at one point she turned and she saw the goat man. She like saw the full fucking eight foot figure with the horns and it was just like standing off in the woods watching them and i was like oh fuck that shit oh Um, my god there she actually discussed the fact that um they think that at one point there was even possibly human sacrifices that happened there human Uh uh-huh 
Um, they had one really weird case that they brought up that happened in 1977 where this little girl went missing in the woods near the bridge. They went into the woods to try and start looking for her. They instead stumbled across the body of a 25-year-old woman what? with the little girl's teddy bear. What? And that's like all they say. And I was like, so they never found the little girl? Like, did she just disappear? And all they found was this 25-year-old woman with her teddy bear? What the actual fuck? They, like, do not go into this any further. And I could not find it anywhere else. And I was like, why is nobody talking about this? This is fucking weird. Oh, my God. Um, okay. Oh, anyway. <laughs> um, another person they talked to, her name is Belinda. And I'm sorry if I say this wrong. They did not say her name in the episode. It's just, like, in her little header and it was belinda DeCascio. um she said that she went there with a group of people and while kind of walking through the woods they started hearing weird rustling sounds um she ended up getting really uncomfortable and like didn't go any further she like went right back to the entrance and was like i'm not doing this like i don't want to be in here anymore and while sitting there she kept hearing all of these rustling sounds around her and this is like on the side of the road like you, you can't drive to this bridge anymore. You have to hike out to it. And where people pull over to go to it, there's like a bridge. There's like a, a, sorry, a bench. You can sit and you can kind of wait. There's like a dirt parking lot. And she was sitting there waiting for all of her friends and she was alone. I would not have gone alone at all. And as she kept hearing this rustling sound, she started taking pictures around her. She has a picture, which you can see in this episode of Ghost Adventures. And she took a picture of the ground. And on the ground, you see, like, this little pink flashlight that's, like, sitting on the ground. And then there's a shadow. And it looks like shoulders and a head. And it's huge. And it's super dark. And it's, like, you look at it and you're, like, okay, that's clearly a picture of the ground that she took at night in the dark. Like, you can see her flashlight sitting on the pavement. Like, you're, like... What would have fucking caused that shadow? Like, if she took this with a flash, nothing should have caused that shadow. It's horrifying. That's scary. They showed it. I rewinded, like, three times to stare at it. I was like, what the fuck? Oh, my God. That's terrifying. Um, they. She also talked about the fact that um, she did get scratched while she was there. She had three scratches down her arm. Um, and she ended up feeling this, like uncontrollable rage she like got hit with this wave of emotion and this is a common thing that runs through all of these people they all talk about the fact that when they go there they get this overwhelming sense of pure fucking rage and this is not like i'm fucking pissed this is i'm going to kill you rage oh my god okay Um, oh my god and Yikes. They did not play it, but she mentioned that they did capture an EVP that sounded like somebody telling them to get off the bridge. Ooh. Um, another person they talked to, her name is Phoebe Burt. She said that while they were exploring the area, she felt this horrible burning sensation on her back. She also ended up with three scratches on one of her shoulders. And they show this. They show like a picture. They have like a picture of all these three scr- these three scratches down her back, and they're like bright red. Wow. Um, she also mentioned that she felt 
totally out of control with herself. She was just like, I just felt like I was watching myself be angry. Um, she said she like got hit with this rage and all she wanted to do was hurt her friends. And while Zach is talking to her, he's like, he was like, I could kind of tell she was like holding something back. So I kind of like pushed her a little bit. And she finally came out and was like, yeah, I, I wanted to kill them. Like, I flat out felt the need to kill my friends. Oh, my God. Yep. And she. That's really. Oh, my. I just keep saying the same things over and over again. I'm so sorry, guys. Oh, my God. That's so scary. Oh, my God. What right? the fuck? Oh, my God. So she said that um, her her kids, her, one of her kids was there with her while she did this interview with Ghost Adventures. They were like towards. They were like near the bridge. Okay. And um, Zach actually like addresses the son and was like, like, did you notice anything weird? And he like they bring him onto the camera and he's like. And he's a young kid. He looks like he's maybe 10, maybe 12. Okay. And he was like, my mom wasn't herself for like three or four days. Like everything just pissed her off. Like she was just upset. He was like, I was really scared. Like it was just weird. It was so out of character. Like something was wrong with my mom. (laughs) Ooh, I don't, I would not want, we'd have to like definitely protect ourselves if we ever went there. Oh yeah. I would not. Um, that obsidian in my hand the whole time. So, uh, both, not both, all three of these women, Becky, Belinda, and Phoebe, um, all said that during their time there, they had an interaction with a spirit whose name was Steve. So, in some way or another, whether it be spirit box or whatever they were using, they came across someone named Steve. So, they talked to one final woman before they start their investigation. Okay. And this woman's name is Lisa Olive. Okay. Now, Lisa recounts a story about the time she was there with a friend. Okay. Her and a friend were standing on the bridge, and they heard a whispered threat telling them to leave. Lisa said she started to leave, and as she was leaving, her friend didn't follow her. And she turned around to try and get her friend to come with her. And when she did, she watched her friend be lifted off the ground and shoved against one of the metal supports of the bridge. What? Yep. Whoa! So... And this, this is like all she says about this. And I was like, "Can we have more detail, please?" Did she get down? How did she get down? I don't know. They liked it. That's like all she said. I was like, <laughs> "What?" Um, <laughs> and then she also talked about a story um, that like went along around the local area of a um, of a group that went there and actually drew a pentagram across the middle of the bridge and tried to light it on fire. So that happened. (laughs) Guys, please don't light things on fire. (laughs) Um, So now I'll tell you a little bit about the Ghost Adventures team themselves. (laughs) So our favorite people here. Um, There 
is if you don't know anything about Ghost Adventures, I realize not everybody watches this. They're now a team of four, and it is four people. It is Zach, Aaron, Billy, and Jay. Mm-hmm. Um, and on this particular investigation, they had their still photographer with them, who happens to be Jay's wife, and her name is Ashley. So this happens almost immediately. This is before they start their investigation. They are in the middle of one of their inter- one of their interviews with the women who had gone there. Uh-huh. And Ashley just kind of like walks away and is like visibly upset. Huh. Okay. Um so they try so like you can see Zach just like stops and is like, Ashley, like, what's going on? Are you okay? Like, hey, 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 what's what's the matter? Like, what's the matter? And at the moment they like <laughs> don't get any answers so they kind of take her off to the side and and like you they like have a camera on her and you can see she is like crying she is like red faced she's so upset and it's like it's so unlike her and so they take the they like send them all they're like they they think the other lady sent them home and they take Ashley out of the area and they bring them back to like their bus and they're sitting on the bus and Zach sits with her and is like, what's going on? Tell us how you're feeling. Like, what is happening right now? We don't understand. And she just says that she got this overwhelming feeling of anxiety. She just is so uncomfortable and so out of it. And uh, there's, like, points where Zach's trying to ask her questions. And she's just totally zoned out and, like, not paying attention. She's not answering and he like looks at Jay who's clearly holding the camera and is like this is your wife like what's going on like have you ever seen her like this and he's like I've never seen her like this ever and at this point they mentioned in the episode Jay and Ashley had been married for four years at this point oh man like this was not her okay so Zach looks at her at one point and says do you feel violent and she just like slowly starts to nod and he was like towards me and she nods again and so they like send her off site to like go back to her hotel and just get some rest good before (laughs) she leaves though she tells Zach I want to face this I don't like this I want to face it okay (laughs) which to me may not have been the best idea Based on how this goes. I mean, uh, I mean, good for you. Brave girl. So, I don't know if I would have been so brave. Oh, I would not have. I would have been like, I'm fucking out of here. I'm going back home. Like, I'm out of the state. Goodbye. Meet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I yeeted myself straight away from the Goat's Man's Bridge. Um, <laughs> but, so, they bring her back the next day. And this is the first thing they do to start their investigation. Is that they send her out on her own what no and she's okay with this like this is something she said she wanted to do this is not like they were like you're gonna go out there and you're gonna like it like she wanted to do this so they were like okay because half the time's like time half the time like bilbo is like aaron you go down here alone and aaron's like no please and he like slams the door in aaron's face and locks it (laughs) i know (laughs) he's so mean sometimes (laughs) but um she does she does she does this willingly and she goes off 
and um zach aaron and jay are watching her closely from the bus okay so they're they're monitoring her um meanwhile they have stuck billy in a boat on the creek oh and they're like go go find find like have fun um, go go find find. Um, so Billy's all by him fucking self in the dark on a boat in the middle of a place he doesn't know. That's um, scary. So she goes out and she becomes like visual- visibly anxious. She starts like yelling off into the trees. She's like, "Show yourself! Come out and show yourself! Like I want to see your face." She gets progressively more aggressive, like quickly and it's bizarre she gets super super into it she's like i'm not afraid of you come out here show yourself to me and then you watch and you can watch this in the episode and it is so weird to see you hear what sounds like somebody hit her there's like this large cracking sound and you watch her fall to one knee Yep. What? And she I have to watch this. This this episode is one of the very few Ghost Adventures episodes that literally freaks me the fuck out. There are like a lot of these I sit through and I'm like, haha, okay, that was kind of freaky. Like, oh, that was a little weird piece of evidence. This episode scares the living piss out of me. Girl, when Elisa Lamb, when they were in Jack Winterbaker's room and that water turned on, that faucet, yep. I was like, what the fuck? Yep. There's an episode two where ghost former ghost hunters, the Taps, yes, the Taps team before they all split up, did the Shining Hotel. Yeah. And they're like they're doing an ep- like something in there, and then all of a sudden like the chairs moves like. Yep. <laughs> like there are very few episodes that freak me the fuck out, mm-hmm. but when they do, I'll show you this. This is. You'll this have to show. Weird. You'll have to get this up for me on on Amazon. I'll pay the three dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I will. When you come over next, we will watch it together. Okay, I have so, to see this. And so, like, you don't initially. It's kind of hard to hear because they're kind of talking, and you just watch her like fall to a knee. And she says later, like something struck me, and they they like bring up the audio, and you hear like like this cracking, and then like she drops to a knee. You're like, what the fuck. Um, so she said that after that, she started seeing really odd glowing lights off to one side in the woods. And you get multiple people, I'm sorry, saying, claiming the same shit. She started hearing really weird, loud growls all around her. Oh, um, oh my God, why didn't I go get her? So (laughs) she, at this point is like, she like stands there for a little while. She like gets up again and is talking to the spirits again. Nothing else really happens, so she kind of heads back to the bus. When she gets back to their bus, they show the side of her face, and she's got, like, this large red welt, like, right here near her ear. Like, her temple is Yeah, like, right here, and it's all bright red, and you can see she's all agitated and, like, is just not okay. And they do mention... That after they say after this, like at this point in the show, they're like, this is her last investigation that she ever did with us. She refused to return. She quit the show completely. She suffered a bad attachment after this that she like struggled to get rid of for a very long time. So something. Something did not like her. It's 
And they say that women out there get it worse than men. I really don't want to go here. I like do, but I don't. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, I do, but I don't. I mean, it's like that meme I made that one time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't, but I will. I don't, but I will. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, as I mentioned at this point, Billy is still out on a boat. <laughs> he's which, like, hey, Which, yeah. by the way, they, like, point out and his boat, like, has a leak in it. And he's like, oh, my boat's taking on water. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, at this oh point. Oh, my God. At least give him a boat that floats. No shit, right? They were just we like all float down here. <laughs> they literally gave him a boat with a hole in it. I was like, you guys are assholes. That's <laughs> so mean. Why did anyone check they that? They probably didn't do it on purpose, but I was like, god damn, that sucks. They didn't check. Um, so at this point, he's like, I'm going to turn around and head back. And as he turns around, there is a gunshot. And what? you can hear it. You can hear it in the, the cameras that are on Ashley with Zach, Billy, and Aaron. And you can hear, I'm sorry, Zach, Jay, and Aaron, and you can hear it on Billy's camera. And it's actually even louder on Zach's cameras. Wow. And they all hear it and they like go over the comms and they're like, did you, did you fucking hear that? Like, that was a gunshot. Like, and it's very clearly like, that is not a firework. That is a gunshot. And they do mention that at this point, they actually had a perimeter around them of police officers that were, like, keeping people out of the area so that they could do this investigation. Okay. Did they double check with them and it wasn't them? But they, they, like, didn't say anything more about that, but they very much heard a gunshot. (laughs) Oh, my God. I would have been freaking the fuck out. I would have called all of them and been like, did you got, did you shoot off your gun? Did you stop? Like what? Right. Like what? We verified, we verified with the police officers that none of them shot their gun. Yeah. Right. Like that's what I would do. Um, but nothing. They just were like, oops, gunshot. And then move on. Um, what? Okay. Ghost Adventures is very nonchalant about super bad things. Um, so it doesn't make any sense to me, but okay. So I just hit my mic. I'm so sorry. (laughs) How dare you? No. Um, but it hits the point where um, Ashley has left and the crew is like, okay, it's time for us to go do our full-blown investigation. I'm sorry if you hear the dog barking. Um, <laughs> again. So they head out into the woods and one of the first things that is caught by them and on camera is a set of glowing eyes. Are you fucking joking? And you can see it. They're like walking down the trail and it it's so bizarre. They're like these two and it's it's almost like it looks like it's like knee to hip level on them and they're just like it like appears and they look like they're like coming forward a little bit and then they disappear like as they're moving forward. And that's it. And it's so freaky looking. I was like what the fuck is that? Oh my god. <laughs> I totally like I had seen this, this place episode. Is definitely fucking haunted. Oh, it's so fucking creepy. And I I have seen this episode before, but I was uh, when I was rewatching it, I forgot how bad it was. And I was like, "Holy crap." Oh my um, god. So, as they move about, they start they start hearing growling, humming, they feel hands on them, like touching Ooh. them. They capture odd shadows. Like at one point they turn the camera towards Zach and you see this weird black flash of a shadow behind him. And <gasps> it's just like it's Ooh. super, super creepy. Um I and want then anything to do with that. At one point, Aaron says that off in the distance he saw this like massive shadow. 
and then oh. it like rushed him <gasps> and for a solid like minute he stands there and he is like i can't i can't hear you like like his hearing gets all fucked up and he like stands there like and it's like what like i can't and like it like slowly like slowly his hearing comes back and <laughs> um so they walk around and <laughs> this is when Jay and Zach decide to do something stupid. <laughs> and this is exactly what I wrote in my notes. Not surprised. Word for word. Their stupid idea is that they are going to perform a ritual. Oh. And this is a ritual that Jay found on the internet. What? Yes. Um, and... It is basically, and I was trying to understand as they were talking about this, and I may have understood it a little bit wrong. It was kind of confusing. Jay actually takes off his hat. He has like, it's not a baseball hat, but it has a brim. It's not like a newsboy cap. I don't know, something in between there. I don't know how to fucking describe it. It's almost like one of those like army hats. I don't know. Um, but he takes army it off. Army hat? I don't know. I'm like, I have an image in my head that I cannot describe right now. Like a fedora? No. I don't know how to describe it. It's like not like a Newsies thing, like a Jeremy Jordan. It's like not a Newsies hat, but it's also not a baseball cap. It's like an in-between. I don't, I quite literally don't know how to describe it. Okay. Okay. He has a hat on. But he has a hat (laughs) on and he takes it off and he had drawn symbols on the inside of it. (laughs) Well, they were meant to actually like keep spirits away. Oh, okay. Um, That's smart. But from, if I understand this properly, this, this is supposed to, either conjure or anger the demons and i listened to this like four times because at one point they were like oh it's it's a ritual to like expel the demons from the area but it like involves conjuring other demons to like expel the other demons and i was like what in the fuck am i listening to right now and i really didn't process it properly so i apologize if that's not what's happening but i was like i don't understand what they're trying to fucking do with this ritual all i know is they're doing a ritual and it's a dumb idea yeah don't mess with shit you don't understand and he like jay literally <laughs> says like if i do this wrong it could really fuck me up and then proceeds to do the ritual and i was like mm, that's like when okay. zach bacons is like i didn't read the directions i don't know how to play the elevator game i don't game. know how to play the elevator game and you're <laughs> just like um Dude. what dude um, um okay so You're they fine. choose to do this under part of the bridge no that's where he lives so jay <laughs> goes down there and sets up two salt circles and it's like one big circle and then a smaller circle inside of it and he sits okay. in the middle of it and he's got a bowl and the bowl has certain ingredients and they do say that they cut certain parts of it out because they do not want people performing this ritual themselves they like purposely cut out part of like the like what the words that he says and the actions that he does because they don't want people to do this okay then don't do it i was like but you did it that's really stupid okay (laughs) (laughs) so they they show jay and he's reciting all of these they almost sound like latin words um there is a metal bowl on the ground that clearly has a bunch of different items on it in it and they're on fire And while this is burning, he's, like, reciting this ritual. And at the end of the ritual, he takes a giant knife and stabs it into the middle of the circle. Uh, Um, It is after this that things don't go great. (laughs) I'm sure. Um, So they first take out the spirit box and start to ask questions. 
one of the things they ask is who is responsible for all these problems do you want to know what the spirit box said oh man steve the name that all of the other women reported having a problem with who is steve the name that came through on every occasion that ended up being basically bad luck so whoever is identifying themselves as Steve in that, in that fucking forest, demon, whatever it be, is not something you want to be near. Oh, no. <laughs> so it's at this point that they're watching Jay, like, inside the circle, and Zach gets really freaked out. Like, he just starts freaking the fuck out. And he's like, I have a terrible feeling. I don't want to be here anymore. Like, we need to stop this ritual. This is a bad idea. We need to We need to stop. Like, we need to leave. And just, like, starts to try and walk away. And Aaron is like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We shouldn't split up. Like, we should at least stay two and two. Like, and so Aaron tries to go with Zach. And Billy's like, wait, 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 wait. Like, do not leave me here with Jay. Like, I didn't want to have anything to do with this ritual. I do not want to be near it. Don't leave me here by myself with him. Because at this point, Jay is acting very, very fucking weird. He is still sitting amongst the two salt circles with the bowl of flaming whatever and is weirdly fucking calm and saying really strange things. And so why do they do this to themselves? The three of them start fighting like they start basically like cat fighting with each other like. I don't want to fucking, Zach's like, I don't want to fucking be here anymore. Aaron's like, I'm just trying to follow Zach. And Billy's like, I don't want to fucking, like, stay here with Jay. Like, I don't want to do this. Like, he's like, well, man, somebody has to watch Zach. Like, somebody has to do this. Like, and they all just, like, start this bickering fest. Meanwhile, Jay is sitting there like, guys, like, it's okay. Come in the circle. It's a safe space. You just gotta, you gotta come inside the salt circle where it's safe. In, like, this weirdly calm yet happy voice and it's so weird he's it's like steve. it's steve run away he's like sitting crisscross <laughs> on the ground like with his arms out like oh my god it's smiling. steve run away it's horrifying run away, it run really away. is horrifying i was like what is wrong with jay why is jay like is he steve <laughs> he's not jay he's steve he might have been steve oh my god um, it's so, so scary and they all are like freaking the fuck out um and eventually Aaron ends up staying with Jay so that Billy can follow Zach. And Billy and Zach go up above and onto the bridge. When they walk up onto the bridge, oh. they walk over the oh, area like where right below, Jay is sitting amongst the salt circles like where they have just performed this ritual. Oh, my God. As they cross directly above where Jay is sitting, you watch this on the fucking camera. The bowl of the whatever... It, that's on fire like completely goes away like the fire completely stops and you watch the light just drop out and then the second they move away like they keep crossing the bridge and walk out of the circle the flames start again what the fuck? and they like start freaking the fuck out and they were like dude you walked across us and right as you crossed the bridge the fucking flames stopped like the fire went out and then came back like it like diminished and then just fucking came back to life oh it's God. so crazy um so <laughs> Aaron finally convinces Jay to end the ritual say goodbye Make so sure you say goodbye always say goodbye well this doesn't go well for Aaron. 
So Aaron is the one that tells Jay, like, this is enough, man. End the fucking thing. Let's get out of here. <sighs> They're heading back up to meet up with Billy and Zach on the bridge. Mm-hmm. And when they do, you hear Aaron scream. And you don't see this, but there's evidence of it. And it's fucking weird. They go over and Aaron is like crawling himself off the ground, basically. He's like down on the ground on one knee. He's like fucking like lifting himself up. He's covered in dirt. And he was like, I was looking in the brush, like with my flashlight, just watching and something flung me backwards. And you see his flashlight is literally 20 feet away where he dropped it in the brush where he was looking. And he is 20 feet down the fucking side, like, pathway. And there's a bunch of shit where he, you could see, like, the dirt where he had fallen. And there, like, some of his stuff had, like, fallen out of his pockets and stuff. He has a huge cut on his elbow. Are you joking? No. I wish I fucking, this is literally the one of the most fucked up episodes of Ghost Adventures I've ever seen. Oh my and, god. And like he like you Unless see Unless this is like totally fake, this is fucked up. He literally has and like you see he's got a long sleeve black shirt on and it's got a hole in it and he's got dirt all on him. He rolls it up and his elbows all covered in blood. He's bleeding oh my like god. And he <laughs> he says that like while he was looking, he like felt something like come at him. Like Russian. And just like it like threw him backwards. Oh my god. Um That's scary. So, Zach, like, goes towards him to try and, like, be like, man, are you okay? Like, and Aaron is like, don't touch me. Like, fucking, like, freaks out and is like, don't come near me. He was like, uh, he was like, I couldn't, like, when I first started to stand up, I couldn't see. I was disoriented. Like, I was having a really hard time. Like, Zach came at me to try and help me. And I just, like, flailed my arms at him because I didn't know what he was. Like, I mean, can you imagine being, like thrown by something you can't see and then like you can't now you can't see <laughs> and something. something you hear someone coming towards you i'd be like no, <laughs> I'd be like, no, 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 no. i don't know what you are get away from me <laughs> <laughs> i would be so scared so okay and this is when things just go like this is just like it like goes zero to fucking 60 and i mean it hasn't already been at 60 <laughs> go to 60 to 100 now and this this literally all happens in the span of like 20 minutes oh my god um so they help him back up. They like observe. They're talking about what's going on, and um, sorry, I like got ahead of myself because I knew what I was talking about. Sorry. So they try and they're trying to go back across the bridge because that's where they need to go to get out. And Aaron just like stops. He just like stops and sits down and is like, I can't, I can't go, I can't go on. Like I can't move. Like, I am so physically drained. Like, I'm done. Like, I can't move. And as he's, like, freaking the fuck out, Zach begins to freak the fuck out, too. (laughs) And. Oh, my God. He. Sorry, I just, like, I need to remind myself of what I was talking about. Um, (laughs) He, like, says his whole body feels weird. Um, And this is Aaron. Sorry. And it uh, later on, Jay said that, like, when he turned around after Aaron just, like, sat down and stopped walking, he was like, there was something behind you. Like, there was just this huge, dark, looming figure, like, right behind you. Uh. And they think it was 
affecting both Aaron and Zach. And so at this point, Zach seems highly susceptible, though. <laughs> Zach lets this happen to him. He like does this on purpose. He's I purposely know. like, come take me like it's terrible. But Zach then says, as Aaron's like sitting there trying to get off the ground, like, I don't want to do this anymore. Zach's like, I keep seeing these terrible images of Aaron like being strangled. And at this point, he like starts reaching for his own throat. And he proceeds to start strangling himself. He, like, ends up with both of his own hands wrapped around his throat. And he's, like, squeezing. To the point where both Jay and Billy tackled him to the ground to try and get his own hands off of his neck. What is happening? (laughs) This is just, like, pure chaos. It literally is fucking (laughs) chaos. And he is, like... Zach's like freaking out. He's like kicking at them, trying to fight them off. Like, just so fucking weird. And they finally get Zach to like stop fucking strangling himself. And he like snaps out of it. And as they do that, they turn around to check on Aaron. And Aaron's just like standing there. And he's like, What just happened? I like, I feel like I just woke up. Like, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. And he totally blacked out. He didn't see anything that happened with Zach. He said, like, I I tried to get up and start moving again, and I don't know what happened. He was like, I I don't, like, they were like, you didn't just see Zach literally try and fucking strangle himself? And he was like, no. Like, I don't, I don't know what just happened. I literally just blacked out. This, I'm like fucked right now. I'm like, what is happening? This whole fucking episode. And then normally I don't like to recount in such detail an episode of Ghost Adventures that you can go watch for yourself. But so much fucking happened in this that I was like, what? I I was like, I need to recount this for the people that are not going to go watch it because this is beyond fucked. That's so weird. Okay. So at this point, they like managed to get themselves together and like leave the area. And they stop. That's their, that's the end of their investigation. They leave. I would. I would leave. Um. But yeah, that was Ghost Adventures. That's like the end of the episode, too. By the way, he strangles himself. They tackle him, and they're like, "Okay, bye." And he's like, "Yeah, I blacked out. I don't remember any of that." And they're like, "Cool, okay, investigation's done. Let's go." And they all start to leave, and that was it. <laughs> and then they yeeted themselves right out of there. They straight yeeted themselves off of the Goatman's Bridge and out of Texas. <laughs> <laughs> um, and as I mentioned, I did also watch the BuzzFeed Unsolved Supernatural episode where they also visited the Goatman's Bridge. Weird. Uh, see, I think BuzzFeed Unsolved is very funny because if you don't know anything about BuzzFeed Unsolved, I think a skeptic and a, it's a two guys named Ryan and Shane. Ryan is a believer. Shane is a skeptic. Okay. Excuse me. The, the video I watched is like 22 minutes long. They really don't capture a lot. There are a couple weird things that they get, but that's about it. Um, at one point, they're walking the trails, and you can hear like distant screams. Um, oh. At one point, you can very clearly hear somebody like shout the word fuck. And it's like not distant. It's like right there. 
it's just like over them but they're also like they're not like bilbo baggins though like openly asking this thing to come fuck with them yeah and they also have a camera crew because as far as i could see that there was the two of them and at least two camera guys okay so there's I mean, that's, I think, one thing about they Ghost have a Adventures. Crew for Ghost Adventures don't they, they have a very limited camera crew. They do a lot of it themselves. Okay. Like, throughout that, I mean, especially that episode I watched for Goatman's Bridge was before they really had a big crew. So, Jay and Billy do a lot of their camera work. Often, Aaron does too. Okay. Um, nowadays, they tend to have a little bit of a bigger crew. Okay. But normally, it's only maybe one or two more people All that right. have, like, thing with them um but they use a spirit box while they're out there and they don't really ask many questions but they just like turn it on and let it go you hear goat man then you hear bridge and then you hear steve no steve run away i don't know who the fuck steve is but fuck steve fuck steve fuck steve Steve at the goat man's bridge (laughs) Not yeah. You if get we it. okay, if we ever went there and we heard Steve, I'd be like, nope, 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 nope. We're leaving I'd, right now. I'd be we're like, we're out. Right now. We're out. <laughs> like salt, salt. Um, they then proceed to play with an Ouija board. No, on the bridge. No, but nothing happens. Nothing. Okay, but still, um, they still got the I name Steve. Still think it's Steve. Well, and like, it almost reminds me of when we went to Split Rock Quarry. We had the boys with us. Mm. And it was like, there was things happening, but not as much. And I feel like more things would have happened if we didn't have super skeptics with us. Yeah. And I think that might have been one thing is that the guy Shane is a super skeptic. Like, he was literally running up and down the, the bridge being like, yeah, goat man, show yourself. You know, show yourself the bridge is mine. Like, this is my bridge now. It's going to be named after me. People are going to tell my story. <laughs> like, to the point where I was literally laughing. I was like, this is, like, honestly, this A, this guy's got balls. B, like, I don't know what's happening. I'd be like, excuse me, goat man, sir, um, well, may <laughs> I please walk across your bridge, please? I, I <laughs> He kept being like, he was like, yeah, this is our bridge now. And Brian was like, no, no, no. I'm not part of this. This is Shane's bridge. I don't, I don't want any part of this. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they don't really don't. That's like, that was it. Out of the 22 minute episode, that was really all I got. I mean, um, but honestly, like, I feel like half the time when skeptics go to things like, if it's a demon, it'll come out and be like, fuck you. And you're like, oh. but yeah. not this time, I guess. No, not this time. Um, so one thing I did read was that there is a local woman. Her name is Shelly Tucker. And she actually wrote one of those books that's, like, the haunting of Denton, Texas. Okay. Um, so, and she wrote about a bunch of local haunts, and one of the things she did write about was Goatman's Bridge. Okay. For her deep dive into the story, she did check local records. She could not find any records of a man named Oscar Washburn. Oh. She couldn't find any records of a man named Jack Kendall. She couldn't find any records of any form of lynchings in or around off of Goatman's Bridge. Okay. Um, but she did say, and I liked this, and this is what, when you were talking in your episode, I was like, I don't want to say this because this is like, I don't want to give away what I'm going to talk about. <laughs> but she said that this was the 1800s. This was a time when these were supposedly 
black men that were lynched. Like There might not be a record of that. There's most likely not going to be a record of that. Because yeah. especially in Oscar Washburn's case where they said that some of the KKK men that supposedly hung them were police officers. Yeah. So it's possible that if this man were to exist, they could have scrubbed his existence straight out of there. And all that's left is a story. Right. That's true. And so she said, while I did not find any actual physical record of any of this, it's possible it still happened. Well, I'm not saying that the haunting itself is true. This story, the legend of it, could, could be. be fact. Yeah. I mean, that's why I was like, you know, believe what, with, exactly. especially with Hell's Bridge, too. I was like, believe what, what you will. That's why I was, I said, I was like, yeah, I, I'd, I'd believe it. Yeah. I'd fully believe it. For sure. Um, so, today, um, well, not really today. In July of 1988, the bridge was actually added to the National Register of Historic Places. Cool. And became recognized as a Texas historic landmark, so they cannot get rid of it. Nice. So it is forever there. Um, in 2001, the bridge was shut down. So as I mentioned, you cannot drive to this bridge, people. It is no longer drivable. But you can hike to it. Yes, you can hike to it. Um, they actually built another um, bridge in its, like, in its place down the road. Um, and the reason they actually did this was because of a massive design flaw that was getting to be a little too much for the current century was the fact that this was only a one lane bridge. Yeah. So when people went over it, there was no signal or anything. All they were supposed to do was beep their horn and let people on the other side know they were crossing. So it was kind of (laughs) dangerous. Oh. Yeah. That's scary. Um. So, um, 2001, they built a new bridge, and that bridge was shut down. Okay. Um, since the new bridge opened, obviously, the Old Alton Bridge has remained, and people continue to visit it to this day. And now that it's a historic landmark, it's not going anywhere. So, if, if you, you go there, be respectful. are interested in finding it, I wish you so much luck. Um... I don't know if I ever want to go there. <laughs> I'm kind of terrified. <laughs> I I mean, I don't, but I will. <laughs> <laughs> I will go while drenched in holy water with a Bible in my hand. While like, like continuously having a salt <laughs> circle around giving, me. Carrying a priest on my back. I will give him a straight <laughs> piggyback to the bridge. <laughs> like <laughs> no. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, that is the terrifying legend of the goat man's bridge that's freaky isn't that and the fact that a lot like uh, the fact that people have reported certain things and then in the ghost adventures episode they have similar things happen isn't that weird weird this is so weird so weird it's so freaky (laughs) oh and uh, yeah Oh, I'm like, I have like the heebie-jeebies. It's, yeah. Oh, I have the heebie-jeebies. That's weird. That's weird. Okay. I was very happy that when I watched the episode, and because I can't watch Ghost Adventures near Ryan or else he'll make fun of it. So I had to do my notes the other night and I had to like put the episode on my screen with my notes on the side and like listen with headphones. Otherwise, I would have never made it through. I would have murdered my boyfriend and been like, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) So he'll sit there the whole time and every time Bilbo Baggins opens his mouth, he's like, (laughs) (laughs) 
ha 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 that's dumb and like just makes fun of him the whole time if tyler knows it's for notes he won't make fun of it because he knows like i'm doing it for work yeah but if i'm just watching it on my own then he'll make fun of it yeah ryan can't contain himself (laughs) (laughs) tyler is like i mean i mean i still want to be myself but i understand if you're doing work I'm like, sometimes I have to watch this stuff. I know you don't like it that much because Tyler's like, it's staged. It's not real. But I think some of that stuff is just too weird to fake. It is. Too weird. Some of it is definitely too weird to fake. I mean, come on. Like, I believe that there there has to be something on the other side of this world, whether you believe in God or what. But I've seen some weird shit on these types of shows. Like... Man, and, like, you look back at, like, Ghost Hunters or something like that where they're actively trying to disprove it. hmm And then they catch stuff where they just can't. Yep. That's scary. There was, like, one of those, um, it was actually one of the new episodes of Ghost Adventures from, like, the last, like, season or two mm-hmm. that is on Discovery+. Plus. Um, they're in, they're in a person's house. Yes, the that, demons. Like, called them in for help. And they don't normally do that. And they're like standing in the living room and there's like that like half set of stairs that go down into like kind of a basement area and there's a bedroom and there's a door and you just like you can see their feet of them like standing at the top of the stairs talking you can hear them and you just watch the door like slowly start to shut it gets almost shut it swings wide open really fast and then slams shut. And it's like, okay, um, can you can you talk to me about that? Because that's 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 a little weird. I w- <laughs> will never forget this moment. And like, if we ever, co- I cannot for the life of me remember which. There's like a bunch of lighthouses that are haunted. I can't for the life of me remember which one this one is specifically. But I'm sure we'll cover it at some point. And I will have to watch the Ghost Hunters episode again. <laughs> but. There's this episode of Ghost Hunters where they're in this lighthouse and they have a camera shooting up into like the stairs. So you like you, it's at the bottom on the like the very bottom floor near the door. Yeah. And it's pointed up. So you see the railings, railings, railings. And all you see is like the light from the windows. It's pointed uh-huh. straight up. Yeah. Into the into it. And you see like there's like light like from the moon. Yeah. Right. And all of a sudden you see something dart past it runs up i'm not kidding you has to be two or three flights of stairs in a matter of seconds and then you see it three or four whatever floors up leaning over the railing and (gasps) there was nobody in there at the time nobody poop my pants i remember watching this episode mama v she will remember i was like what the fuck was that (laughs) like and i had to like rewind it and watch it again. Yep. I was like, what was that? Yep. Especially since nobody was in there. They like literally said like nobody. W- like yep. this is when we were setting up or like te- or tearing down. Like, yeah. We weren't even like tearing this camera down yet. I've I've watched a few, especially Ghost Hunters because Ghost Hunters was big where I, when I grew up because yeah. Ghost Hunters is from they're originally from Rhode Island. Yeah. And they did a lot of cases in and around where I grew up because I used to live in where I lived in Massachusetts, basically bordered Rhode Island. Yeah. And they have an episode that takes place and it's in a, it was in a house in 
um, a town called Bellingham in Massachusetts. And Bellingham was the next town over for me growing up. And, like, literally this house was 10 minutes from me. We used to drive past it all the time to freak ourselves out. And it's this duplex. And this woman kept saying, like, my kids are talking about this person in their room. Like, they keep seeing these people. And I just, like, want to know what the heck's going on. Like, I, I don't, I don't, I don't understand. Like, and they capture in one of the kids' rooms, there's, like, this, cr- like, little plastic, like, dolly stroller. And it's against the wall. And it's got wheels, but it's, like, it's against the wall and it's on a carpet. And you watch the stroller, like, where the handle is, like, it, like, quickly jerks left and then jerks even further left. Like, somebody's trying to pull it out from the wall. And this isn't, like, it doesn't move, like, an inch. It moves, like, half a fucking foot to, like, two feet. It's, like, what the fuck just did that? (laughs) Um, huh, what? And I'll never forget that was one of the episodes that always freaked me out. Because it was right down the street from me. The ones in people's houses (laughs) freak me out. Yep. Because there have been on multiple occasions where, like, something has happened in one of those episodes. And you're, like, what? what i think there's only one i never believed and it was an episode that even ghost adventures said they didn't believe they were called to a house and it was out west somewhere and i'm not gonna remember which state and it was one of their recent seasons and they were like oh this demonic force it flings things around the house it's drawn on the walls and they like take them into this bedroom where there's all these like spray painted things on the walls like pentagrams and 666 and they spend like multiple nights there and capture literally nothing they get nothing Uh. not even like half a fucking whisper they get nothing that's the only time because like every time they were like oh here's this video of this it's like something being flung across the room except it's coming from another room where you can't see it's like conveniently just out of view yeah yeah and it was like too much too clear yeah definitely not real like but yeah that's that's that that's that's (laughs) scary go spook me out (laughs) okay guys where can they find us (laughs) (laughs) i don't know guys sorry (laughs) somebody (laughs) texted me um okay guys so we are on Patreon. Yes. We are www.patreon.com slash Let's Ghost Podcast. Yeah. Uh, we have two tiers there. We have a $1 tier and a $2 tier. Uh, if you become a part of our $2 tier, you get to be part of our um, Instagram close friends list. And you get a handwritten card by me and Nicole with um, some Buzzkiller stickers. Hell yeah. All of that... Uh, lovely money you donate uh goes to furthering this podcast and making it a better listening experience for you uh we've got some awesome patreon exclusives coming up in the next couple of weeks as we mentioned in the last episode Mm -hmm. so um if you feel so inclined go ahead and uh go subscribe to that if you feel like doing so um we are also on social media on facebook instagram and tiktok at buzzkillers podcast at buzzkillers podcast on twitter at buzzkillers pod at buzzkillers pod if you go to youtube and type in that handy dandy uh search bar there 
Buzzkillers colon a true crime podcast. Buzzkillers colon a true crime podcast. You will find us there. Um, please uh, like and subscribe. Thank you for liking and subscribing. Hell yeah. Uh, once we <laughs> get to 100 subscribers, we can make a custom URL and it will be much easier to find us. Definitely. Um, <laughs> but if you're already subscribed, then you probably can find us anyway. Um, and we are also available anywhere you get your podcasts. But more specifically, we are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Audible, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and our host, Podipus Podbean. Love Podbean. Yes. <laughs> um, there are a bunch of places where our podcast is listed also. Um, I don't know where all of those are. but Yeah, there, there's like a bunch of random platforms cool. that pop up as like available yeah like we get like we get like random like little tiny stats from them occasionally and i'm like what is this yeah what is this i'm like okay (laughs) um but we also have a website that is www.buzzkillerspodcast.com oh yeah if you go to our website you can read a little bit about us you can read about the wines that we drink you can listen um and you can also send us a contact page message um send us your topic ideas your case ideas some love theories your own spooky experiences at any of the urban legend sites we have mentioned and or any other of the haunting places we have mentioned uh we just want to hear from you we love talking to you guys and the emails we've gotten already have been awesome yes we're already planning another listener's choice month so yes yes, if you have a case you want us to cover get that in soon so that we can you know finish planning that because we're excited about it um but anyway this has been a good one this was a good one this was <laughs> this freaked me out i'm like freaked out sufficiently now so i'm gonna like i'm gonna say sorry sayonara right now i'm not even gonna be like let's have more business <laughs> let's just let's just I'm call it what it was cuddle my cat and pretend i'm not scared yeah exactly <laughs> so don't be a buzzkill be a buzzard we love you bye bye This episode is brought to you by BK Creations, LLC.